One, two, three, four. Hello, Akron. How are you today? We're live. Back at it this week. The spoils of Akron, the spoils of Akron podcast. So, ha! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the spoils of Akron podcast. My name is Cody Stanley, and I'm here with my co-host... Chris Miller. And this is a podcast all about the art, culture, and eccentric residents of the Rubber City. The Rubber City. That's Cody. right, the Rubber City. The Rubber City. And today, was, or this is, uh, you know, we're recording on Thursday this week because uh, Tuesday was a holiday. The 4th of July. Did you do anything fun? Um, no, I, I stayed around the house. <laughs> well, I know? wasn't expecting I, that. I took cover. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm not much for fireworks. I feel like, you know, the city has, you know, a lot of cities are like this. They let people shoot off fireworks during mm-hmm. the 4th of July. Usually it's the day of. And I feel like they're making it a whole week now. So the whole week leading up to 4th of July, <laughs> including 2 a.m., you know, July 5th. Oh, my people gosh. People are like, it's like World War Three out there yeah. in the neighborhoods. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It, but, well, yeah. you know, and it makes a difference when it's not on a, a Saturday or Sunday because it's uh, not the weekend. So Right. But we went, uh, where'd we go? Oh, me and Ryan went out to Fairlawn to go see the fireworks out there. We've been out there for the past couple of years. They're really nice again this year. Uh, but they were on the fourth Ooh, with the, the fancy weekend. people out in Fairlawn. I know, <laughs> you know us. <laughs> yeah, I do. You guys eat with your caviar and your right, silver right, spoons right, right, right. Mm-hmm. out in Norton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we have a very uh, special guest today. Um, many of you may or may not know we have a professional softball team here in Akron called the Akron Racers. So I'm really happy to welcome um, Joey Arietta, the the owner, right? The owner manager. I feel like you're like the whole backbone of that whole organization. <laughs> well, you learn how to do everything, so um, you do, you right? Know, right. Yeah. You have to be resourceful. Yes, so. you know, you never know when you're going to get called into action. Right. And you guys just kicked off your season, right? Not too long ago. Um, and uh, how many years has uh, the Akron Racers been here? This is our 16th team. You know, wow. We started in 1999, had a team in 99 and 2000, then took a little break for three years while the league reorganized, and then we came back at it in 2004, and you know, we've been going strong ever since. That's great. That is great. And you know, not a lot of people uh, know, if you if you even know that the Akron Races are a team around here, not many people know that there's only, what, like five teams in the country? There are six now. Six we, now, okay. Yeah, we just added a team from China. Oh, wow, I didn't even know that one, so that's awesome. Yeah, so I learned that a couple of years ago. I thought that was so interesting that, you know, of only so many teams in the whole country, or I guess now, uh, in the world, world uh, <laughs> that one of them's right here in Akron. Right, and and I think uh, you've been there since the beginning, right? I have. You and know. and tell us a little bit about how this team came to be, because you, you know, you you were telling me earlier you went to college here and you set set down roots here in Northeast Ohio, and they've kind of stayed there and grown since then. Well, you know, I, I was born and raised uh, in the east suburbs in, in Cleveland, and came to the University of Akron. Had both of my degrees from there. Um, in uh, 1980, started the women's fast pitch program there at, at the University of Akron, and was really uh, very excited and very successful uh, with uh, local players, players that were from Northeast Ohio and specifically from you know the Akron area, and you know worked at the university. I retired from the university and 
at the point of, you know, I was tipping the scale to getting uh, close to retirement, uh, colleagues of mine were talking about, you know, well, let's get together, let's start this professional uh, opportunity for young women after um, college. And so we started doing that in 1995, and one thing led to another, and, uh, you know, we were on on the radar to get a team in 1997, uh, but we're a little bit delayed because of um, the um, sponsorship uh, didn't include this this area of the country, so we just kind of sat on the back burner. But in 1999, we launched our first team. Wow, and and uh, I'm sure there are a lot of logistics involved to that, let alone you know cost and coordinating the people. And I'm sure it's no easy job. It's probably something that definitely is a labor of love. I would say, right? You know, it what it is, and it it continues to be. Uh, you know, uh, I have to tip my hat to Mayor, a uh, former Mayor Don Pasquale, because he certainly was the uh, the one individual who believed in what we were trying to do. And he had a daughter who played softball, so I think he got it not only as you know the mayor, but as a father that young girls should have the same opportunities that young boys have. So you know, I think it it evolved from there with him, you know, supporting the plans and the renovation to Firestone Stadium uh, because we needed to do some things to upgrade the stadium for uh, to welcome a professional team and he was willing to so to speak go to bat for that and he did and uh, he was a, a great inspiration and, and supporter of uh, that that I needed to you know to be able to do this so mm -hmm. you know you cannot do this alone and you, you need to have the support of the city and the government and the, the folks in this community, and, and we, have, we have gotten that at, at that level. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I think there's th that support still exists, I'm sure, in the new administration, and that, you know, that stadium is great. I grew up you know, in the southern part of Kenmore in Akron, so really, really close to where that stadium is, you know, south of you know, Firestone Park. Um, and that was kind of a staple of my youth, uh, you know, uh, I've been there many times and I, you know, and also the, the pro softball hall of fame is there, correct? Yes, it is. You know, not just, just the amateur and professional softball hall of fame, both men and women and young girls and, you know, that have grown up in this community. And like you, you, you've said, I mean, I think every night that I'm in the stadium, someone will come up to me and say, uh, tell me a story that, uh, you know, of when they played or a, a memory that they have from uh, playing at Firestone Stadium. We have players who come here from all over the world that think that the ambiance of Firestone Stadium is just unmatched. You know, you can build the brand new buildings, but there is, you know, something like, you know, Camden Yards and Wrigley Field and those that have that little feeling about them that is so different than what you see in in the newer newer stadiums today. So, I'm I'm really I'm really proud of you know what what we've been able to do is to give Firestone Stadium a future, and uh, it's it's with uh, young girls and women. Sure. And do you um, spend a lot of time recruiting players? I mean, do you go to different colleges around the country, and and how and uh, where do you find your your athletes? 
Well, thank goodness I have a lot of very good friends in the collegiate ranks and also, um, you know, with the Internet and, you know, with streaming and, and certainly the, the games that are on television now, the, the networks that mm-hmm. have covered um, our game at the collegiate level. We've been able to, you know, wa- you know sit back and watch in our, in our homes, you know, the game across the country. Uh, so I spend a lot of time, you know, you know I think w- at start of uh, – the recruiting, there was something in the neighborhood of 300 athletes that I was following, and then you narrow them down to get to the draft selections, and uh, so that in April you're prepared to, you know, to make those selections. And fortunately for uh, you know, I got pretty lucky with this uh, this particular group of young ladies. Our rookie class is actually, uh, you know, probably one of the best we've ever had. That's great. And and what do these athletes think of Akron? Are some of them coming here for the first time? And what what are some of the reactions and responses that you've seen about our city? I can tell you that our athletes that come here enjoy Akron. They enjoy the restaurants. They enjoy the Cuyahoga Valley. Um, they take advantage of everything there is to offer in this area. Um, you know, all the way up to going to Progressive Field and you know the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's just there's just an awful down to the the football. You know the Hall of Fame. These are things that folks from across the country just you know just don't have in their backyard. So um, the the community here has really embraced them and they really enjoy being here. Yeah, I I don't have any any problem with. Them. I mean, whenever there's a day off, they've got something planned where they're going to go and see something here in this area. Yeah, there's a lot to do here, and I think now more than more than ever, there's so much to do. I mean, I feel like every night there's ten always things, something going there are on. There ten right? things going on. Yeah. <laughs> so I also wanted to talk about um, a recent documentary that came out called "Burn the Ships," and it's it's created by uh, Think Media in Cleveland. And I, I got a chance to see this during the uh, Cleveland Film Festival, but the Akron. Uh, at the library, the you know the library viewing of it, and it was it was awesome. It was it had all the drama of like of like a fictional movie about a team. You know the ups and the downs, and you know you're you're very prevalent in that movie, and you can tell that you have such a passion for what you do, and you really you take care of these girls. I mean they they really look up to you. The one thing I found fascinating about this movie is they have a, a real good history of, of women athletes and some of the, the extra challenges. And, you know, it's like a glass ceiling thing, how there, there has been the struggle for, you know, legitimacy. And, and so, you know, was that, um, did you know that would be part of this piece, that this, his, this historic part would be part of that? Uh, we talked about, you know, going back to uh, and, and drawing uh, from the roots of, of the game. And it, it is a very compelling story, uh, you know, about the evolution of, of professional softball to get it, you know, from, you know, just nowhere to somewhere and put it on the, uh, the professional uh, landscape. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we, we don't even got the foothold that, you know, we would hope that we would have. And I think the movie uh, illustrates that. Uh, my my players, you know, it makes some great sacrifices to come here. They they reroute their entire careers in order to get this opportunity because, and it's not really for them. It's for the eight and ten year olds that are still aspiring to play and you know after college and make this a professional career. So in many respects, um, the story is about some pioneers and some folks that that really have sacrificed a, a lot 
to enjoy the game and to bring the game uh, to the forefront of the sports world. Sure, and it, yeah, it's it's really good, Cody. If you haven't seen, I definitely recommend. No, I haven't it. seen it yet, but I, um, I will definitely go see yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I think it's available. You said on on iTunes. Now. It's now available on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to pre, uh, it's on, on pre sale for iTunes. Um, uh, uh, Gravitas uh, Productions uh, uh, bought the film uh, to distribute it both nationally and internationally, and uh, oh. both Julia Thorndike and Daniel Miller uh, won the director's award. Uh, for the direction of the movie and I think you know once you see it you'll understand they took about 400 hours of film and wow. edited it down to 88 minutes wow. and uh, and we're able to tell a very very good story and it's kind of kind of funny all of us that know that we lost in the championship mm-hmm. still sit at the edge of our seats thinking <laughs> that we are going to win right. this game it's- it's and, a great uh, buildup in that. They you know, do, and that that you know that that part of the now you, you did spoil it for people, but that's okay. It's still worth watching. That yeah, <laughs> it, you know, it the, is the worth it, it worth watching. I mean, e- even though I think, uh, even though the, all of us that have seen it know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, right. that we we didn't quite you know get to that final uh, piece in the puzzle that we mm-hmm. were hoping to get, but it it really illustrated the. The ending of careers, it, and you know what what these women um, need to go through in, in making decisions to leave the game, and uh, as as we've said, you know it's a decision that women should not have to make. Right, uh, right. They they should be able to, you know, pursue this as, as aggressively as as the guys do in baseball and whatever sport. Right. Um, and and you know it's a made for television uh, sport too. It's a right. a very quick, very um, you know, energetic, action-packed game. So uh, it, it does, you know, it does have a place, um, you know, and I'm probably biased, but I do believe it has a place in the sports world that, that uh, you know, we need to carve that piece out for uh, women's professional softball. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, uh, you know, I was... Um I, I was introduced uh, by some friends in high school to softball because I had a lot of uh, friends that played softball in high school, and we went to the racers game quite uh, quite often uh, when I was. Uh, you know, I guess that wasn't that long ago; it was only like five years. But <laughs> going back and seeing, uh, it was a very interesting game to watch, and you know, I kept going, and I, I just think that. I wish I would have been introduced to it sooner. And I think we're so lucky to have that in our backyard to be able to go to those professional games and see, uh, you know, the sport that is so it's, it's very fun to watch. It's just fast paced and interesting and things are happening all the time, you know? And, um, I think it's sometimes more fun to watch than baseball just because they're so into it they they love what they do and you can tell that they're doing that for sure well you know that you know i'm a big baseball fan i'm a you Mm -hmm. know a a huge fan of the indians you know i grew up you know playing baseball with my brothers you know and 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 all of the kids on the in the neighborhood so and i was like the only you know girl uh that got to you know play with the boys (laughs) um so i have a tremendous amount of respect for um the male athlete and and the and baseball but i do believe that that this game is a very exciting uh, and very um, energetic uh, uh, feeling, and especially at Firestone Stadium. I don't know what it is about that place, but it uh, maybe it's because we're so close to the game and the game is so action-packed that you really kind of feel like you're right at the edge of your seat all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, win or lose, our fans are entertained. You know, uh, we do a lot of things with the fans and interaction with with the fans, especially the young kids. I mean, 
we don't let them make them sit in their seat. We let them move around. We allow them to, you know, totally experience Firestone Stadium and, you know, to, to make their own memories there. And I'd like to believe that uh, we're, um, we're, we're a great option for the family. Uh, and, you know, I think the word affordable is always overused, but, but truly, you know, you can come there and enjoy an evening and still go home with money in your pocket. And I think that that's something that's unique about Akron, Ohio. It's, it's just, it's a place for family. And so, um, what, what have some of your athletes gone on to do? I mean, do you, do you keep up with them after they're finished playing and do you, you know, do they, do they keep in touch and, and what are some of the, where, where have some of their journeys taken them? You know, their journeys have taken them uh, to a number of, of directions, you know, certainly in, into getting married and having children and, uh, you know, having their own professional careers as CPAs and, and lawyers and teachers. And, and certainly many, many of them, even the ones that are currently on the team, are co- college coaches at major universities across the, the country. Uh, Rachel Fico, one of our pitchers, is the pitching coach at Georgia. You know, so um, there they are... Uh, they they have to do that nine month thing, you know. They've got to go and uh, you know find that real job that fits in or will allow them to take a break uh, during uh, during the summer for three months. And uh, there are certainly some professions that, that that allow you to do that. Certainly, teaching and coaching being one of them. Uh, several years ago, I had a CPA that in the summer they're not as busy as they are you know the rest of the year, so that might you know sometimes work. Some of them own their own businesses. You know, they have their own training centers or they do their own lessons and, and camps and clinics across the country. So, um, you know, they're giving back in many, many uh, different ways. But, you know, at the end of the day, this, this is, um, they're not making their, their living off of, uh, of coming here to Akron and playing, uh, you know, 50 games a season for the racers. <laughs> right. And then for some, it could, be, it, it could actually be a disadvantage to their career because you said they have to take the time off. They have to make these big decisions. And, you know, and I think a lot of that, as you mentioned earlier, goes back to this pay disparity between female and male athletes. And, and I, I'm, I'm glad to see that your organization is helping to, to at least bring, bring awareness, if not help write that. I know that in the, in the documentary toward the end, one of the girls for the, a, a pretty big team, I forget the name of it, but she got a, a pretty decent contract. Mm-hmm. Like it was uh, – a yeah. landmark uh, type of thing, right? And that that's when, you know, that was kind of like the the, the foe, you know, to, that team was kind of like your, you know, adversary or, you know, um, yeah, foils, I guess you could say, in the, you know, in championship games and playoff games and whatnot. Yeah, so. there's no question, you know, Monica Abbott, who's the, the who you're referring to, you yeah. know, she got the million-dollar uh, contract. Uh, it's a six-year deal uh, with our, our one of our newest teams, the Scrapyard Dogs. Um, the lion's share of, of the athletes, the over 100 athletes that are, are participating in this league, you know, the, the average salary is somewhere around $6,000. So that's kind of a good summer job. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to know, as you alluded to earlier, that you know, they, they do this for the love of the game. You know, I think the movie also illustrates that that, that is you know, really, really uh, what uh, compels these young ladies to come here every summer and play and you know because they're they're not making a lot of money they're they're here to inspire and to create an opportunity like i said for that eight or ten year old that 
you know, would like to be a professional softball player someday. So we're just hoping that with what we're doing today is what um, might be uh, tomorrow's future for those young girls. Sure, sure. And um, do do some of the experiences stand out to you as far as um, – because I'm sure it's 16 uh, years, you know, some of the seasons might blend together. And, and are there any that that's any any any, I guess, moments that stand out to you in, in this in this uh, part of your career? Well, probably um, opening night in 1999. I think uh, there's there's probably nothing going to take the place of that because, you know, the, we, we tried so hard to get the game on the field in Akron. There was just so much to, to do with the stadium and, you know, spending, you know, all night with uh, Donnelly's construction, getting things ready for, you know, opening day. So opening night, and oddly enough, opening night, it poured rain. And so it had to be delayed till the next night. Uh, but then, I, you know, I think we go back to um, certainly the championship that was won in Chicago in 2005, not because only because we won the championship. It's because we were down. We were, you know, really considered out of the game and we kind of demonstrated which has become a kind of a staple in in the uh, dna of the racers you know we are a scrappy you know never say die kind of group and we you know just came back to win that um that championship against uh, what i believe one of the you know the stars of the game jenny finch who i'm sure right. most folks can identify with her she's just an outstanding athlete and human being and you know, we were we were able to overcome a lot of obstacles in Chicago to win the championship. So, um, uh, you know, I think that that you know that would be um, you know the couple of the nights that that really really um, stand out just because of the effort of our of our players and and all the people that have been on the ground floor of you know from everybody who's selling concessions to merchandise to the grounds crew. Uh, there is an awful lot of people behind me that um, deserve a lot of credit for where we are today and why we're still here today. Sure, sure. And and what does the future hold for the team or even the league as well? I mean, do you foresee more teams uh, coming about or fewer teams? I mean, what, Well, what, we're what growing like? because, uh, you know, we, we just added, as I uh, said earlier, we just added the team from China. I mm -hmm. think now that we are back in the Olympics in 2020, there's a renewed in interest across the country and across the world uh, for the game. Uh, so uh, the the Chinese, I think, made a, a very a very smart decision to enter our league. Um, they they have only won you know one game so far in 15. However, I have noticed since the very first game that we saw them in to last night's first victory. They have grown as as a team and as individuals and as athletes uh, by coming into the league and and playing against the best. Um, I've always felt that even back to my days at the University of Akron that you had to play the best to become the best and and to get better at the game you had you had to compete and uh, I I saw last evening watching them uh, play against one of our Texas teams. Uh, you know I think they've 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 come of age and the future. I think may include some additional international teams. Uh, we've already gotten some interest and some contact from some of the other uh, countries who are interested in competing at the international level. There is uh, clearly a, a probably the premier professional league is in Japan. There are like 12 professional uh, teams in, uh, in Japan. Uh, there are three racers who uh, play in Japan in the off season. 
and there are a number of, of athletes that are in our league. So um, I think as, as the game uh, continues the Olympic trail, I think that's a possibility that it will expand as and, and other countries will look on the success that the Chinese have had uh, over the past summer and then perhaps look at that as an option for their team as well. So, so does the team from China basically stay in the U.S. and, and play the teams, or does anybody go to China? <laughs> no, we're not going to China yet. Uh, uh, we, uh, we have been hosting them. Okay. Over the next few days, the, the, um, the, team, the, uh, the team from Beijing will be here in Akron, and we, we basically are their home for the, their home series, and each of the teams uh, will do that in each of the locations and serve as their, their home uh, facility. They have been staying here in Akron, um, so that's a good thing for, for, our, for us here. And they've been enjoying and learning about Akron. Uh, and so that, that, I think, has been, been kind of exciting uh, for them. So their plans are to find a location in the States to call their home for three months, um, and they've made a long-term commitment to stay in the league. So um, I think this could, when you talk about the future, this could be the, the tip of the iceberg for the future um, of our league to become maybe a, a international league uh, based in America. So, so do you have some Olympic contenders on your team right now? You know, you yes, I do. Um, I have a lot of young players on our team. Like I said, we have a, a pretty um, young rookie squad. Um, I think that, you know, when you look at uh, – the selection of our Olympic team, wherever the best players are is where we need to pluck those young ladies, whether they're playing, you know, uh, in, a, in a collegiate program uh, and they're playing in USA softball or they're playing in our professional uh, ranks, we need to retain that and, and, and I should regain the Olympic gold medal, which is held right now by Japan. Oh. So that will be a little, ah. little bit of a challenge uh, to go take it away from them in Tokyo. So, uh, you know, mm. as far as I'm concerned, wherever the best players are, those are the ones that need to go right. in the yeah. red, white, and blue. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so we can get that gold medal back. Right. right. And, uh, you know, speaking of, I guess, uh, best players, I saw this is just kind of a coincidence, but I saw on uh, I was on Facebook today and on ESPN uh, it came up that I think her name is AJA Andrews. Mm-hmm. She was the winner of the gold glo- of a gold glove last year, and um, she they said she's one of the best softball players in the country, right? And she's on the Akron Racers team. Uh, she was featured in ESPN's Body Issue uh, recently. Is that right? Yes, it is. Um, AJ Andrews is the first in the 59 year history of uh, the Rawlings Gold Glove to win a Gold Glove uh, award. Uh, she won it in 2016. Uh, just some incredible uh, diving catches. Um, I think if you saw the front page of the Beacon Journal today, uh, that is clearly, uh, you know, you know, the athleticism of uh, of the player who was selected for this gold uh, gold glove award. Um, she is a beautiful person. Uh, she is a beautiful athlete, and I really I am truly honored that she was selected to to be in the ESPN body uh, to just really to empower women and young girls that um, to take care of their bodies uh, because they are our most pre- you know precious uh, you know I think the most precious thing that we have control over and you know and ownership of. So um, I I am probably because she's just. If you knew the young lady and you knew how athletic and everything, this is just um, just an amazing 
overall individual and and very deserving of of all of the accolades that she has received. Well, I think that's great that uh, you know it does give young girls someone to look up to, and uh, it's and it's amazing to me that in the fifty nine year history, you said that she's the first woman. That's just crazy. Um, but do you think that you know being putting her in that magazine, getting her out there, uh, you know, does that help your organization? Do you think, do you think that helps the national softball fast pitch, or sorry, fast pitch softball association as a whole that, uh, you know, it helps sponsors to see, okay, this is something that's happening and that, uh, you know, we need to get in on this so that we can make this, uh, you know, softball, some fast pitch softball as big as baseball someday. Well, you know, I think if, you know, AJ was the first uh, one released by the ESPN, um, you know, body magazine mm-hmm. uh, issue, uh, but there are other uh, 22 other athletes, you know, include some of the best, you know, Ezekiel Elliott from Ohio State is mm-hmm. one of them that, that you'll be seeing. Uh, you know, I, I think they're, they're just celebrating athleticism, and I think that that's good for the sport because it elevates our sport, um, you know, to uh, an an age where, you know, we belong. And corporate America, um, you know, needs to take notice and step up and say, hey, you know, these young women that play this particular game have marketability. And I think that that's, to me, uh, a lot of what um, this effort with AJ and and the the ESPN uh, magazine, uh, which they just you know just released uh, a number of the photographs, mm-hmm. um, they're very eloquently done, uh, and uh, I I encouraged her uh, to um, to celebrate this experience, and I hope that it helps corporate America look and see that you know there is there is value in uh, uh, young girls and women who are in. Uh, fast pitch softball maybe we ought to take a look and maybe that's where we need to maybe you know send some some dollars their way you know <laughs> i would i would like that that would be kind yeah. of fun you know yeah they, they should become a sponsor right <laughs> hey you know uh, we are open to anyone and everyone who has any interest in in in, in yes. that area because you know th- let's face it um you know, uh, when you get right down to, to talking about it, you know, it's corporate America that has made, you know, um, you know, the the male sports, right. no matter which one you're looking Shoe at. Shoe companies uh, specifically, yeah, they've, you know, they've I mean, dumped they, billions into athletes. Yes, and, and, and there, you know, you wonder where the disparity is. It's probably there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that right. corporate America has not embraced uh, women uh, athletes and women's sports. Certainly is, and those of us who are passionate about it, you know, I'm sorry, we, this is just the way it is. Right. You know, open your eyes. Women buy a lot of products. <laughs> yeah. Women are telling, you know, their husbands and their children where they're going for dinner tonight or where they're going to buy tires or where they're going to do this or where they're going. So the influence of women today is enormous, and I think that we need to embrace that, and I think we need to sit up and take notice. Yeah, that's very true. I mean... Um, yeah, women have, do, they, they're responsible for a lot of the household, uh, buying and, and shopping. So yeah, take note, corporate America. <laughs> yeah, corporate America. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you mentioned that you, you, you were, uh, went to college here, so you're very familiar with Akron. Um, and we noted earlier how Akron has grown so much and changed. And so what, what are some of your favorite things to do in Akron? What keeps you here? I know the team keeps you here because you obviously are passionate about, 
about your team, but what other things uh, make Akron a great place to live, and, and what are some of your favorite things to do here? It, it's it's the small things, like Marge at the peanut shop. Right. Um, you know, being able to sit down and just have a conversation anywhere with anyone, people you don't even know. Uh, you know, it's just the community itself. You know, you can have all of these different wonderful places to go, but I think at the root of why I stayed here and the root of why I believe that this is a great place is because the people are just so wonderful. They are. You know, you have your ups and downs, but for the most part, you know, you can sit down and have a great conversation with folks and just really about, about just nothing. <laughs> about, you know, just living here and enjoying our community and enjoying each other. There's a lot of great destinations. Like I said, there's a lot of great restaurants. There's a lot to do here. Within a 30-mile radius of downtown Akron, there's, there's an awful lot to do and see and say, you know, that we have here. This is a gold mine, in my opinion. I, when I came here at the university, I, I left here when I got my master's degree for like six months. And I said, no, I, have, I had to go back. I had to go back because this is where, I mean, even though Cleveland was my home and, and my family was all there, I felt very much at, at home here. And I think that's really what keeps people here is they, they feel at home here. No matter where you are in Akron, I think you feel, feel a sense of this is kind of where you belong. So it, We're like a big, small town. Yeah, but a, but, but a good, you know, a good, small right. town that is really large. Right. Yeah, I mean that in a way that people help each other out. They're personable. You know, you go to a small town, everyone waves, talks to each other. And, and yeah, you're right. In Akron, you can go up to strangers and talk to them. And I'm sure it's, uh, you know, it's it's fine. You know, and people, I, I think, welcome that. So People say hello to you here. Right, right. You know, people say mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the kinds of things that, you know, they open the door for you. And they don't even know you, you know. And, they, and it's guys and gals that do it. You know, it's not, you know, it's it's... It's those sort of things that I think make us a bit different, you know, than maybe other communities. And I'm not saying that there's others that don't have similar things, but I'm just saying these are the things that make me want to stay here and live here for the rest of my life. Sure. And so after the season wraps up, um, how do you keep yourself busy? I'm sure you're still <laughs> thinking about the racers and doing work for the racers, even when, even during the off season, I would, I would imagine. Well, it's six months of planning and six months of ah, execution. So it's so a full, it's a full it's year an ongo- It's ongoing. You know, we, we have a huge amateur program that we run with our foundation. You know, our players uh, and my team plays 25 games at Firestone Stadium. We do over 600 of them. Uh, throughout from April all the way through um, the beginning of November. So they're a very small piece of all the things that uh, we've done. I don't know if you've been down our way, but our Akron Racers Charities raise about uh, $200,000 to improvements to Firestone Stadium, which now sports a a six-foot home run, permanent home run fence, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, did a whole bunch of work over the winter wintertime uh, with 28,000 square feet of bluegrass uh, sod that was laid down there, and a brand-new field just, uh, you know, just picked it up, and it's sitting in three different piles at, uh, at <laughs> the uh, one end of the, of the stadium, and uh, a whole new facility, really, a re- playing surface was created for 
what essentially is our amateur program because you know with the mid-american conference small college tournament we do the state high school championships there uh, so in the scheme of things the racers really are the anchor mm-hmm. but they play the least of anyone there <laughs> Jeez. yeah uh, it sounds like yeah. it <laughs> So um, when's the uh, when's the next game, and when when can people come see uh, the racers play? Tomorrow this, this night. Week? Tomorrow, Tomorrow night. night okay. We we um, start um, a home series that really goes from now until next uh, Wednesday. Uh, 7.05 tomorrow night against the Chicago Bandits. The Racers are currently in second place in the league. Great. Uh, so uh, we're kind of excited about where we are. And, uh, the, um, the, you know, and you consider that we have uh, a predominantly rookie, um, you know, roster. Uh, I, you know, as the GM and owner right now, I'm, I'm pretty excited about how we are doing. Um, got a lot of spunk in, in yeah. the young kids, so that, it always helps. <laughs> So, so that's Friday through Wednesday because we're, we're recording Thursday, but we'll probably post this Friday morning. So Friday through Wednesday, you know, come down to Firestone uh, Stadium, check out the racers. Um, and AkronRacers.com is your website, correct? Akron.org. Oh, AkronRacers.org. And you can purchase tickets online. there online, mm-hmm. and you can probably buy them at the, at the door, correct? You can buy them at the box office, yes. Okay, at the box office. So... Yeah, have you noticed um, an uptick in attendance since the documentary came out? And yes, we have. You know, I, I, I think what's interesting is that there's a lot of folks who, who came for the first time because of the documentary. They saw the documentary and they wanted to see what it was really like. And um, I, I can honestly tell you that I have had numerous folks come up to me and tell me, you know, it's everything they thought it would be. Uh, after seeing the movie. So, um, you know, I think everybody will check it out at some point in time. I believe if you come once, you'll come back. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely a lot of, there, there's definitely a lot of uh, drive and and uh, dedication and passion for, for what they do and what you guys do. Um, and what, what, what drew you to baseball and softball? So you're a baseball fan as well. So what drew you to this sport in particular? Anything... Well, you know, I think speaks I, to you. No, I think I think the thing that that I like the most about the game is that you know there isn't a, you know a a profile of a player. You know, you can be as small as I am and fast, or you could be larger and you could hit the ball long. And you know, there there isn't a profile of what a softball player looks like. Um, and it it really it's more um, you, you know welcoming to. All sizes, shapes, you know, and, and you know, and athletic ability, you know. So if you have power, if you have speed, you know, if you have a mixture of both or, or whatever, you know, left-handed, right-handed, uh, there's just just um, the diversity. I think of the game is really something that that I I particularly like to see. I see it uh, not only in our professional, but also the young players. You know, you don't have to be a certain size. You don't have to be six foot tall. You know, you can be four foot 11, like our, our third baseman is, who is one of the best in the game, uh, Kelly Montalvo, who's been, she is the, in her eighth season, she is the wow. longest tenured racer in our history, um, and believe me, at 4'11", she plays like she's six feet tall, <laughs> and uh, so, you know, and I think that it, it's also a great situation for young girls to see uh, various shapes, sizes, you know, and athletic ability, and, you know, uh, 
ethnic and, and backgrounds and, you know, uh, it, just a variety. The diversity, I think, is, is, is pretty evident. Sure. And it's there's a um, I, I guess it's more it's there, there's more room for equality of different sized people to to prosper. You know, that's a great thing about baseball and it is in, in softball and they are, you know, American pastimes. It's it's sort of ingrained in, in our in our culture and, you know, apple pie, baseball, all that good <laughs> stuff. So. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything we didn't talk about that you'd like to uh, bring up or discuss, but yeah, I mean, we, we really appreciate you joining us today and yeah, thank well, you I, for telling us a little more uh, about the team. And I appreciate it. I did, I you know any opportunity I get to um, to get in front of folks and 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 talk to them about you know why they ought to you know maybe take a a few little uh, jaunts down to Firestone Parkway. Um, I'm always there, and and I do believe that there it's it's a nice night out for the family um, or, you know, just someone just, you know, wants to just sit down and just enjoy uh, the sunset. I think it's a great place to do that. And it's inexpensive, but the quality of play and everything is worth, you know, the price of admission. Sure. I, I would much rather go see games here in Akron than go to Cleveland. <laughs> I agree. To, to the bigger stadiums where you're probably sitting in the Well, you can get in and out of the parking lot yes. a lot quicker, I think. That too. You know? that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you're right. And, and the way that stadium is set up there at Firestone, you, you can see everything. You're, you're pretty close to the action. So that that's always good as well. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for, for joining us, Joey. Uh, AkronRacers.org. Um, be sure to check this team out. They're an amazing group of athletes, and they're a championship team. And we have, you know, such a, uh, uh, you know, valuable asset here, one of many, you know. Right in the, our backyard. This, right in our backyard. So, um, Cody, are there any events you wanted to plug? Um, <laughs> There probably are, but my phone died, and I'm uh, like, I'm having a day. But what a I'm really glad I'm I got kidding. to end it with this because this was a Good. very nice conversation. So um, yeah, you looked a little uh, disheveled when you came. In, like you <laughs> probably just still were, do, but <laughs> it's all right. He, he was on the roads trying to you know get around and navigate. Yeah, here on time. So <laughs> oh I, I I get it. You 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 get a mulligan, bud. <laughs> that that can be challenging. And I've found that even though I I am working a th- three day week, I'm only on mm-hmm. day two of that. Oh, it's been a more stressful. <laughs> more action-packed week than usual because it's like we have to put a whole week's worth of work in, in just three a couple days, days. Yeah. yeah i have a lot of video deadlines i'm working on <laughs> all the all that good stuff so yeah i don't i don't think i have anything to plug either um or that i have handy so we'll just you know we'll just wrap it up we'll here it uh yeah we'll yeah. call it a day Go <laughs> check out the akron racers uh, great team and We'll be back uh, next week. You know, thank you to Akron Community Foundation, the Akronist, and the the library, um, all who who definitely need your support out there. And 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 hello to the other two, the other half of our team who yeah. are had other wherever you are, other things to do tonight. <laughs> but that's okay. So thanks for joining me, Cody and, and Joey. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much. And as always, keep, keep it, it an Akron, Akron day. day.